Last time on Geek Force, Raymond talked about Kevin Feige. Marlon brought up Jupiter's Legacy. And we talked about Star Wars The Bad Batch and Cat's new favorite movie, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. But see what we're talking about now on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the amazing and lovely G-Squad of Emi, Ray, and Marlon. Hey, everybody! Hey, <laughs> How's it going? Welcome back for a brand new episode. Lots of stuff to dive in and talk about. How's everyone? So many fun things. Good, good, good. Good. It was a pretty solid geeky weekend. I'm not going to lie. There was a lot going on. So we're ready to dive in. A lot of good content. A lot of good content. Let's start. Well, let's start with. I'm biased. Let's start with my favorite. Um, <laughs> Castlevania. <laughs> of course. Um, as a big fan of the video game series, and then when this turned into an anime, it was like my favorite mm. Netflix, Netflix show. Every time a new season came out, I was it's super animated. Hyped. It's anime. Anyway, um, <laughs> it always blows me away and unfortunately this is the last season and i really want to talk about you know the highlights did you guys agree with like the plot or the character arcs a lot of people have changed since season one and then like how it ended are you are you cool with that I think they fully embraced uh, the video gameness of it all, which I was here for. Like at a certain point, they just start they started bringing in weapons directly from the video game, just to be like, "This is in here too now." And it's like, "How to get there?" Oh, they just found. It. I'm like, "I don't even care. That looks dope." Uh, so I think they fully embraced. We're a video game, and we know that the video game plot was kind of okay. So we're just gonna just double. Like you know what you're getting into with this Castlevania plot line. So we're just gonna keep going with it. So I thought it was really cool. Um, I do think the action uh, just was fantastic. I love that the first episode was just literally not like the first. You would think they would want to like lead you in, but like literally, it's Belmont and uh, Cipher. Thank you, Cipher. It's Belmont and Cipher just fighting nonstop. Of like, this is getting out of control. We've been fighting for the last ten minutes of screen time. <laughs> <laughs> but it made you feel as tired, not tired, but like you're starting to feel the pressure as they were feeling as characters in the story, which I was like, smart, smart. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I think this season is just is definitely getting a lot of praise for what they did with it and how awesome it was and how a lot of folks definitely thought, OK, what if they mess up? Because we've seen this happen before. Endings can be very hard. And I think this one, as uh, as wild as it was, I think it definitely stuck a good landing. Like it, uh, that last episode, I think, was uh, pure, just high octane boss fight nonsense that we all love about. Yes. Just, it felt like a, a like a Kingdom Hearts fight where it was just it like did. a little body fighting this huger than than life thing, and it's like it's very this, Final Fantasy. It was very Final Fantasy to me too. Yeah, <laughs> at a certain point, I, at a certain point, I thought I was gonna have to hit X or Triangle to Same. execute the moves he was doing. I did too. I was like, "Where's the controller? This is an active maneuver timer. I got it. X, X. You know, it felt like that. Just the way yeah, I was like, the setup "Oh man, was. I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss it. Triangle, triangle, triangle." <laughs> Is there a reason why they haven't, because um, we were watching a, a video, me and my partner, on like the history of the video game, and um, it hasn't really updated since then, right? Like they've had, like, 
the show's been on for like, correct me if I'm wrong, four years. This is the mm-hmm. fourth year. So how come there hasn't been like any, you know, updates? New video that? games? I feel like there should have been. Konami? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I think it'd be great if they were re- to redo it. But again, I think it's like it's one of those things where it's like, what's the return on investment? Like, are we going to get are we going to sell enough copies to make it worth it for us to put on the time and energy to make a PlayStation 5 version of this game that's going to be as enjoyable as the show? Buy it. I like True. the show. Or even yeah. on Switch. I can that see it doing really well on Switch. Maybe. Who, hey, who knows? Maybe. Avengers got me to buy $60. Oh, sorry, talk about <laughs> the Avengers. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like, again, I think it, it, it was great. It was hyped. It was well-hyped. It, it turned out great. Who knows what Konami decides to do? But, yeah, I mean, mm, that's the thing. it'd be cool they came back with another one. But then again, they'd have to figure out if they wanted it to be based on the Netflix adaptation of Castlevania or just redoing Castlevania from... One of the, the plots game. again, like they included a few, like I think in the last season with Isaac and, and Legion. Legion's a character from the video game, and they did the smart thing of just giving him a, a very vague backstory. There's the town. There's an evil wizard guy. Go kill him, and didn't really dive into like let's talk about who Legion is and his connection to the overall story. Like, no, no, no. He's just the guy. Go kill him and do some things. So I feel like if they were Castlevania is long. The plot mm-hmm. is long. Uh, so if they were to redo it, they'd have to figure out if they want to, like, chop and screw it up a little bit and, like, make it, like, a nice truncated version of it. But for now, uh, I think people are fine with just this animated version of it. They I have would very bet smart writers. That, and, uh, yeah. I would Go bet ahead. that the Please. Castlevania fan base really wants another game. I can think of a buddy of mine now that if I asked him what, like, he would be like, yeah, it's really, it's kind of like a... I don't. I'm not sure. Nintendo has some has some properties that just like they have not really done anything with in like over five six years. Mm. M- Metroid being one. It's a it's a it's a it's a thing that just kind of happens. If they don't have any good ideas, they don't greenlight the game at the end of the day. And so maybe they've just struggled with Castlevania. I don't know mm-hmm. how the last couple of games have mm-hmm. done. But all in all, Kat, I think it was good. I think it was awesome. What was, like, your favorite, or what was a scene that you felt was just, like, it blew you away, or Hector. you f- really just were like, <laughs> wow, I love this show. It's always Hector. Because he's Hector. He struggled so hard. Like, you just felt so bad for him. And I was like, is, is he ever going to see the light? <laughs> see, oh, like, you know, he's been through it. And he's, like, suffered so much. And to see him kind of, like, weirdly come out in a positive way was kind of nice. Yeah, it was... Hector was question mark for me because last season I was like, this simp got... He gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> oh he was hella simpy, Marlon. He was. You're and gonna get banned got... from Twitch with that kind of language. <laughs> I know. This is why. Yeah. Okay. But this season, he kind of was like, I know my place, and I know what I'm capable of, and I'm going to move in the realm of that. But you know, I still have to keep in mind. You know, mm-hmm. I'm hanging out with these vampire chicks, and they could just kill me in the blink of an eye. You know, because I was just like, is he going to die? Because I was just like, for him to be there for so long and he's just walking up on the hallways. And I know like, like for Carmilla, she probably was like, I'm hungry. Like she didn't like Lenore really 
protected him. <laughs> I mean, there was definitely a whole lot of yada yada going on with his whole character. Like, how did he get that magic mirror? How did no one see him with the magic yeah. mirror? How did no one th- think this is a bad idea? There's a whole yeah. lot of like stuff happening. Like, okay, we're not going to get into that because it's your last season. But like. Yeah. Some questions there. But again, I think, yeah, he definitely was playing the good little boy he was. You know, he was playing the good little pet, doing his duties, building his hammer. But, of course, he was uh, Andy Duframing it up, just, you know, getting <laughs> items he needed to escape and tell his way out. But who would yeah. if anything, I think Isaac was honestly one of my favorite characters. Isaac, Isaac was the best always character, my honestly. favorite character. I love <laughs> Isaac. Um, I loved how I love his transition from blind devotion to just being like, let this man just be dead. Right. Like, real talk. Let's just, like, oh, let him just be dead, my guy. <laughs> it's just like, all right. Isaac, I love it. Full circle. Because, again, we thought, because last season, I want Hector. I want to find this man. I got business to take care of. And we're like, oh, if he sees Hector, it's going to be on site. And instead, he's like, hey, dude, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's using his words. He's using his words. <laughs> I, I, I admire. My, one of my favorite scenes this entire season is when Isaac is talking to this demon. Because this demon had hella questions for him. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What are we doing here? Okay. Why are we here? Right. Why are we good? <laughs> Isaac was very calmly like just explaining everything, saying, have a berry, have a berry. He ate that that little demon ate a berry and he's just like, oh, yes, I see what you mean now. I'm like, what's in those berries anyway? Memories. But I appreciate where the demon was like, why do you care about us building the city when nobody is going to be living in it? Like, this is a waste of our time. We are, we're supposed to, we're bad. We're evil. We're supposed to be destroying, not building anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a, that was a very valid question. And the way Isaac explained it, my mind went, because it's for future civilizations where if they need a place to find, you know, to live, they'll come here and then they can build here. And I was just like, Isaac, like, Yes. And he had that. He thinks 50 steps ahead on everything. And that's why he was just so cool and suave about it all. I don't know when he had that aha moment to to like elevate that mindset. But oh, my gosh. Like even when he like stormed the castle, he was just. Well, I think his demons are a direct reflection or the the beings he's able to like conjure up. I think they were a direct reflection of his connection, not only to the Forge Master power, but to himself. Mm -hmm. You can see Hector is, you know, conflicted, is confused. He's only able to make two or three of the same type of demon. Whereas Isaac had a full Nephilim with him with like six wings and two faces. He had had a variety of crazy demons that like became his generals. I think it was just his connection to um, just trusting in himself and also the fact that he probably spoke to them like he spoke to Fly Eyes. Like, hey, you're here for a reason. Yes, you were a damned soul. But now that I have you in my service, uh, this is now your chance, your opportunity to do right on this planet. So it's just this really interesting thing right. he was presenting to these demons who were like, we were conjured up tortured souls brought here to inflict malice and destruction. And you're giving us this, not holy, but this very kind of justice-driven uh, cause, which is something they just weren't familiar with. He, was so, he said something, I can't. Like, paraphrase it correctly, but he was saying how, like, you know, a tool can be used in multiple ways. So, like, Mm. he was really trying to illustrate, like, yeah, you are used to that. And that's what you usually are doing. But you can also do other things. Like, who's to say that you can't? 
And that that little fly thing was just like his. You can see his face go, and I love. That's my favorite scene in the whole. I mean, besides episode nine, of course, every episode nine of every season was my favorite. But that was my favorite. Like I had to rewind it, and I was just like, "Dang, the writing! It was so." So, so did Isaac's army all die when they attacked the castle? Where'd they go afterwards? No, nah, he. I think his army just defeated everyone. Again, he lost a lot of people. Carmela definitely mm-hmm, right. took out a good chunk of the good ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, like I think, just by the sheer opening of that portal he opened, they were pouring in for a good amount he of time. Like 60 they absolutely people. washed the castle, <laughs> so they're probably just around doing stuff, uh, mowing the lawn, re, re, rebuilding <laughs> he probably. Said mowing the lawn <laughs> because make them they better have place to live. Ethics instilled in them now. Exactly. He's probably going to have them refix the castle, and then maybe they'll go on an adventure with uh, Hector, now that Hector's a single man now, and uh, they'll leave the castle, maybe. That was my only thing, was towards the end. So, like, we ended Isaac, and then we never saw or heard from him again. And then I was kind of like, mm... I just need like some symbol or one scene, but they were like, "Nah, that's gonna be up to your imagination." And I was like, "I, I mean, guess his, that's okay. his, his art kind of ended like he had a goal, right? And true, he, true. He did it. But I wanted to see him one last time because he like we don't mm-hmm. see him. I think the last time we see him is like episode six, and then that's four mm-hmm. more episodes that I didn't see him. And I was just like, because mm-hmm. it did go back to Hector, you know. Understand. Like and I was minute. just like, but where's Isaac? But then, you know, Lenore did say, oh, we're all under Keen Isaac's rule. So, hmm. Mm. And I was like, that's that's I all good. Okay. Right. And I never get to see what kind of Keen he is. And I was just like, why is this the last season? But okay. I, I was happy. The I was appreciative. problematic. That, he is. And also... Netflix has this really interesting rule about repeating shows. Apparently, your show has to bring in new subscribers like on a consistent basis. Basically, it's like if you're if you're being renewed, your show that's been renewed has to bring in new subscribers to watch it. What? So like shows like Sabrina, like they got only their amount of seasons because they couldn't. And then people liked that show. People who were tuning in liked it. But they're like, hey, you're not bringing in new subscribers. Like this consistent audience you have, that's cool. We need new people coming. So let's just like recycle wow. you out and get someone else in. Dang. Yeah. And also the head writer has like 27 femme-facing uh, people he's worked with that wrote a whole blog. And each of them has their own uh, link to their entire like entry of what this man did to them. So yes, he's he has 27 thus far. On the plus side of that, they are considering doing a spinoff, not with the same characters probably, but mm-hmm. in the same like universe, which it hasn't mm-hmm. been, it hasn't, it's not an official thing, but it's been like discussed, I think. So. I mean, Interesting. wasn't there already a spinoff? That was the Greek version of this show? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the past. I don't even want to think about past, that. Show. Was this was in more, you know, this was like centuries later. No, no, I think, I, well, from what I read, it said like in the same universe, just different okay. characters. That That's what I have. They got to be careful. So far. They got to be careful with that. I mean, they came off a show that had four good seasons. I mean, again, if, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing, I don't know. I mean, I, we, spoiler, we know that. San Germain is dead, but I wouldn't have minded if we get to see San Germain <laughs> hop around in different universes and like right. be himself. 
I wouldn't I like, mind seeing that. I, I feel like he would be the Loki of that universe. He definitely is. He was the Loki of the show. Yeah. It is I, Sandra Main. That, yeah. He was, he was extra. Um, I mean, He was the course, true simp. How did Sandra Main literally... He really was. The man made a, a pact with the... the with death himself to bring back a woman that fully just what gave him say? that fully just looked at him through a portal and was like, all right, bye. And then his clothes. What was that? That said, was his that was his I, woman who just gave him a look who had no speaking lines. I, that, I know, that was also so weird. Like, That's what made him the simp. Because literally she said nothing. I mean, maybe she did, but literally we get to no. see no but, like, words to this man. Like she just looks at him so and much. smiles. He's doing all the talking. And then he he's like fully dying and like you see her silhouette and just like looking at him no hand reaching to grab him like did she no, hate him secretly I feel like she hated him secretly stares at his body and it just closes I want, that I wanted to co- this is why we need a spin what happened to their relationship we need we a spin Sandra off Main fin- I think we'll get to the Sandra really Main spin off where he's like maybe he finds her and she's like I truly hate you I didn't want, I didn't want you to because find me because didn't he say Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, opening this portal, and I'm about to have sex again. And I was like, really, Saint Germain? Horny. Hey, <laughs> hey. Some villains want to go to the world. Someone some turn the world into eyes. And one. someone just get laid. He said Very that so confidently. Man. I was so mad. I was, I was like, wait, did he just? Say he said, did he just say that? I did like a double said, take. I'm the gonna TV. have like, sex wait, again. Did I mishear like, him? More so uh, okay, the man. Sounds more honest about it than Jafar did. I mean, yes. true facts. Mm, Let's be real. Let's be real here. Was very mm-hmm. yeah. more honest. But, uh, I mean, the spinoff will be interesting. I look forward to seeing what it looks like. Um, Hopefully, mm-hmm. it's if not, I really hope. Yeah, because it was again what we've seen already this year with video game adaptation movies, <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Compare that to like you know with Castlevania and what made it work with. I mean, I know they had animation on their side. That's that's always the case with that. But just with the writing and sticking true to the mm-hmm. characters and even playing playing with like expanding on what the writers thought each character would do but it mm-hmm. still made sense to the to the truth of the character you know mm-hmm. and i'm like compared to like mortal comeback and whatever the other movie we saw that was whatever it <laughs> didn't do that i blocked out a lot of movies um it didn't do that and i'm just like i think writers should be taking notes like what what made castlevania just mm. Writers you know, but... watch writers watch other things to take notes and learn from them. I, I, I That's what they need to do. Based That's on, how based on do my it. understanding of Hollywood, I wouldn't expect that, sadly. Peter Jackson is the best then. He he's the only one. Peter Jackson? <laughs> I'm sure there's Peter exceptions. Jackson. Have you not seen Percy and the Lightning Thief? He did that? No. Wasn't that Percy Jackson movie? I'm kidding. I'm talking about the character. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't think you know what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to be like, sorry. That was a a truly dumb joke. Because the character and and the the character's name is Percy Jackson. (laughs) I'm like, is that Peter Jackson? (laughs) You're hurt Peter Jackson now. It's a saint for you. She will find you. She will get you. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. In the name of the ring. In the name of the ring. Oh my God! Well, <laughs> speaking of Netflix shows, um, this is going in the, in the complete opposite. Uh, we has, has everyone here seen the first season of Blood, Death, and Robots? No, I have. 
but okay. Uh, you should go watch it. It's uh, it's eighteen episodes, and I like the majority of them are great because they're just so many episodes. They're just like wild. It's fantastic. Um, and like again, they were like given a lot of props for just the variety of animation styles, of stories, of two D animation, three D animation, photorealism. They went all out and just kind of made this very just large swath of creativity and just kind of put it in volume one. So in volume two was like given like, yo, like this is happening. People were excited. Um, and I think we saw some red flags to begin with. Uh, <gasps> volume two, unlike volume one, only has eight episodes as opposed to uh, the um, 18 that we got in the first season. So that was the first flag of like, why is this so much shorter than the other one? Uh, and so I tuned into it and I watched all of them and I was disappointed. <laughs> it uh, it was really why. disappointing. It wasn't bad, but I feel like there just wasn't that variety of like absurdism and just creativity. They used like I think the majority of the episodes had photo realism where it was like, cool, like this animation style is great. We can't tell this is a real person or not. That's cool. But like I'm getting the same kind of dark and sad stories and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not getting my episode about yogurt that takes over the world or about cats that take over the world or about, hey, what, what what would happen if we killed Hitler in different in, in different varieties? How would that affect the world? Like, there just wasn't a lot of funniness happening in it, and it just kind of fell flat. And again, it's a it's a really awesome, like, medium, and it, it just felt so much that people are writing articles. Forbes wrote an article about how people were disappointed by it. Uh, it just was really not as good as the first one was. Now, there were some standouts, and I will tell you there were some standouts that I do think— for me, gave me hope, but they were just so far and few between. Uh, I love the episode called All Through the House. This one's by Elliot Deer. Uh, this one was wild, and I'm going to give you a spoiler because it's, these are really great episodes. In this one, it's about these kids on Christmas Eve. They're really, really excited, and they hear, like, you know, some footsteps on the roof, and they go in the living room, and they hear, like, you know, their, their, their tree rustling, like, oh, it's Santa Claus. And then they see this, like, tendril drop out of the tree and like slurp up the milk and then out from behind the tree comes this full-on monster with like it, it looks like a Guillermo del Toro monster. He has like two hands yes. over his mouth and it's like hunched over and he walks over to the kids and he starts smelling them and he just goes you were good and he regurgitates out a gift and he gives it to the children and both children are just looking horrified and like he leaves and then one of the kids goes what would have happened if we weren't good and the episode just ends (laughs) and for five minutes I just was really like oh my god that was so dark and funny because the monster looked terrifying and he's like here's some presents for you and he just like walks up the the chimney like with his claws and it's like that's a terrifying depiction of Santa Claus that's utterly terrifying if only it was real and it was so few if only it was real oh god no I'm down with that okay I mean in today's generation (laughs) yeah the other episode that was really fun was called Tall Grass this one's by Simon Otto who was the head of character animation of all of the How to Train Your Dragons so, he's, so he was brought in to direct this. And this was really funny. And I, I called this one um, 
Mugen train plus zombies because uh, it's on a train and like and like the train stops and this guy gets, gets off and it honestly reminded me of the first season about like the dudes in the desert with like the whales and everything he gets off the train to go smoke a cigarette uh, and I believe the voice of him is homeboy that played Gendry on uh, Game of Thrones so he like yeah so he like goes in these tall grasses because he like notices some like green lights and I'm like first of all don't go to the green lights so he goes off the train and he gets into this cornfield and follows him and sure enough it's legit zombies who are like bioluminescent crawling out of the ground and he gets lost and the guy tells him beforehand if you don't get back in five minutes I am leaving and he hears like like the train being told all aboard he's just like running and he's running and he can't get back and he falls into like a ditch and there's like more zombies and it's just like high octane zombie fun like they're chasing him and like he gets to the edge and the conductor like hops off the train pulls out a torch and starts saving him and he says yeah man Every day this happens. Every day we, we, we get stopped at the exact same cornfield and someone gets off. Best you don't tell anybody about this because no one's going to believe you. And oh then he just, gosh. like, gets back in the train. And like and, and like and like and like the, the shot pulls out, and you just see this huge cornfield, just, like, green lights popping up everywhere around the train. And it cuts off. It was just beautiful, and this and this animation style is um, it it looks just like the like the like the Bad Batch, honestly. Like it's 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 very like similar, and it's like really cool, really great, and the colors just pop, and I love it. And then uh, another one I liked was called Automated Customer Service, aka Alexa plus Skynet. Um, and this animation is by a trio called the Meat Department. I repeat, they're called the Meat Department. It's a trio of directors that do these really weird films where the bodies are, like, really drawn crazily. So, like, in this world, everyone has huge heads and, like, kind of, like, proportionate bodies. It's also kind of like Wally because, like, in this world, there, there are robots, like, massaging people, walking their dogs, doing everything for them. And this woman, like, <laughs> she pisses off her Roomba and activates its, like, murder mode. And she's, like, on the phone the whole time. The guy's like, is your robot trying to kill you? Here's some simple steps you can do to get it to stop trying to kill you. And she's literally, like, trying to escape for her life as this robot's trying to murder her. And the guy's on the phone like, have you tried that? Oh, it didn't work. Oh no! What kind of model is this? And she's just fully holding the conversation the Sounds whole like time. Apple when you call <laughs> And oh like at a certain gosh. point, like uh, like her neighbor sees her like just running around the house trying to get murdered. So he comes over with like a shotgun, and he's like, you know, <laughs> and he like stands there across the like the, the across the window. He's like, I'm a, I'm a saver. He holds the shotgun up. The robot sees him, pivots itself, and just tasers him through the window. <laughs> And he drops a shotgun. The woman gets it, shoots the robot, and the guy on the phone says, "Oh, it looks like you finally. <laughs> it looks like you you solved your problem. Uh oh, it looks like your Roomba has sent a safety alert to all other robots in your area. You now have to run for your life, never being able to live a <laughs> to live a normal oh life ever gosh. again. Good luck." And then she, <laughs> And then she like drives away as all these like little like appliances are chasing her. <laughs> and just like again, the absurdism. I love it. And there wasn't enough of it. I'm like, this is that episode. It was so oh, good. Gotcha, gotcha. And then if you want some serious sadness, because again, season one, nope. a serious sad episode involved a giant space spider, and that yep. was like the darkest, saddest episode. This episode this episode here, um, one upset, and it's called the Pop Squad. AKA 
fuck them kids. Um, That's this the one, thing for here. <laughs> yeah, no, no, here's why, here's why. This one is done by Jennifer U. Nelson, who was the director of all the Kung Fu Pandas, which, again, I want you to remember that. She directed all the Kung Fu Pandas. Let me describe this, this episode. Okay. In this episode, in the future, um, you are not allowed to have children because everyone's immortal. If you have children, the Pop Squad show up and shoot your children. The first five minutes of this episode is this police officer arresting this couple and they like take them out of the room and there's like two toddlers in the room and like one of them has like a stuffed dinosaur and like there's this like super tired looking police officer and I'm like why does this man look so tired and I realize why he they fully like cut away but you hear him just shoot two children they fast forward to him going to this like big gala where like there are other like immortals and he just looks really tired and then you realize he's been killing kids for so long that he is absolutely depressed and he can't take it anymore and it just gets deeper and, and, and literally I'm just like I did not watch this man shoot two kids in the first five minutes of this episode this is way too much and like and it, it shows you like these like rich people who have been living thousands of years and then he gets like and then he sees uh, a woman going into a toy store to like buy a toy and he and he watches her leave and he sees that she has like throw up on her shoulder so he follows her back to her house and like he gets into the living room and he's like watching her play with her daughter and like she sees him she gets freaked out and he's like doesn't shoot her he says like why would you do this like you know like she can't be here and she goes i'm 287 years old and i'm giving up my immortality for this child because everything is new for them like, everything is boring for me, but watching the world through her eyes makes me dying someday absolutely worth it. And he just sits there and looks at her, and, they, and the little girl goes to, like, touch the guy's hand, and he, like, and he, like, reaches down towards her, and the woman tries to grab the gun. He, like, starts fighting her. Uh, what? It, it goes off. Thankfully, no one is shot at that point in time. It just goes off, and he just, like, and he, and he just leaves. Like, he just leaves the house fully frustrated. But when he gets outside, he sees he was followed by another officer. <gasps> no. And she's looking no. at him. And then she hears, like, a baby crying. And then, like, they both go for their guns and they both shoot each other. And the guy, like, you know, he, like, gets shot in the chest. She gets shot in the head. He, like, walks into a field. It's raining. He looks up into the sky. It rains on him. And he smiles and he just lays down. And the episode ends. What? And the lady who directed Kung Fu Panda exactly that. That is what confused me so much. Because I'm like, the woman who was out there telling Poe to like do (laughs) fart jokes is over here like, yeah, shoot them kids. No, 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 no. Take it back to the top. Take it back to the top. I want to make this look real. (laughs) Let her, let her show her range. Leave her alone. (laughs) (laughs) You show your range, girl. But again, um, those are episodes. I think you know. Again, those are again. If this was eighteen episodes, there I think there would have been more. But if you have eight episodes, and I'm only naming four, and there's four more, and they're just kind of like lackluster. I mean, they had stars, they had celebrities, they had um, they had Michael B. Jordan. He was in an episode. Um, but again, I think like it just was it was really strange because again, we are used to having just 18 to be like, great, the majority of this is fantastic. Like I love it. Like there's like we could name of Zima Blue. We can talk about that like 
alien dog fight slash Pokemon battle where the woman was like inside her giant lizard monster. We can talk about the last episode where the Russians were trying to bomb these like hell demons. Uh, so it, just, it was really just kind of wild to have them just like truncate it and just not have enough variety. And again, like there are a lot of questions people were asking, like, are you doing like a shorter season, a sh- shorter volume two? Because again, volume three was Greenland to come out in 2022. So are they just hoping to do a shorter volume two and a longer volume three? Or are we going to see eight for volume two and eight for volume three? And was it that COVID caused a disruption to where they couldn't release volume two with just 16 episodes? Who knows? But a lot of folks are like, dang, I wanted more variety. Uh, And again, like for a few of these, I think for the two I listed, only two of them had differentiating kind of animated styles. The rest of them kind of all ran together. They looked kind of very similar. And there were, I think, more than one immortal uh, episode. So it was kind of like, cool, I see a theme here. But again, for season one, they went crazy with the amount of options they were going to get right. you with. Whoa, okay. And that, well, you can find that on Netflix. It's been out since this weekend, right? So yeah. check it out. Well, Again, I was Pop saving Squad for that. It's going to be dark. If you want to watch Pop oh. Squad tonight, y'all, I think you should do it. It, it. it took me out. It took me all the way out. Just... Mm. Uh, again, and I think Pops also was like, it was placed strangely to where I think like the episode before it might have been a little lighthearted-ish. And it was just oh, like, no. what? How, did, how could you take me from that to this? Also, because again, also again we don't see a lot of child murders with the exception of maybe Invincible. So, I mean, it just was, it just was, a, it, it, I'm, I'm wondering if this is going to become a thing now where it's like, hey, we're going to push the envelope and do some kid, and do some kid murdering. This is like, because people are too well, numb to regular murder. We got to go with kid murder to really right. get them well, hurt. I was just thinking of like, even with Castlevania, like, they didn't hold back when they were, when the, them demons were like, ripping through them cities and it was women and kids getting it. And I was just like, Okay, I know they're gonna be safe. Oh, they're not gonna get safe. Oh, this is so stressful. Can they get there faster? Like, even though it's animated, I'm just like, why are kids? Be-? And then like that just takes me back to Game of Thrones. I feel like you know, I know other shows have been doing it, but Game of Thrones was so famous for anybody can get it. Kids, babies, anybody, animals. Giant wolves, like anybody, and I'm like, I blame Game of Thrones. See, I, I hear that, but I feel like also Invincible deserves a spot in there. Invincible being real recent. Uh, have you not? Wa- I want to talk about it, and you haven't nope. watched it. And I'm saving it. Oh, there. the last episode has so much murder that segues perfectly with this conversation. And it's, it, no. And if it's you specifically, hadn't told us so much about it and scared yeah, you, you, you us, you so probably would have seen it. <laughs> I, Honestly, how do you I'm saying like, there's murder in a show spoiler? Like, there's murder in this. I like how every week Marlon's like, I got a new show. And it's about to you. Killed and it's bloody. So I'm like, children are going to die. Enjoy. <laughs> right. I bring you death and destruction and sadness. Right, right. And I'm so happy. It's so strange. It's so great, Explain you guys. this to me. Well, Check I mean, Aiming, if you didn't know, I am death. Oh, gosh. Oh, now he's quoting from... Uh, uh, I seek sustenance. You and, you and Danitos are not the was going to bring about murders no one was ever going to see. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, you know what? Let's segue from this to something a little more lighter. Raymond, I hear you watch a very uh, interesting <laughs> new show coming out on on the world. Tell us about that fun lightheartedness. 
No, it's not lighthearted. I, I, that wasn't my point that I was making. Oh, no, um, no. no. This is the heavy episode for Geek Force. No, brings, it's like, not. It's not like it's not like depressing and it's sad funny. either. I mean, but like, would you call? <laughs> would you have called? I'm. I am not trying to compare these two shows. I will make the differentiation in comparison mm. later. But would you have called Chappelle's show like uplifting? No. 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 Yeah, that's that's he said. Where's this uplifting show? And I was like, no, that's not what this is at all. This is Michael Shea. Have you listened to his <laughs> to his stand up? Have you listened to his weekend was... updates? <laughs> he loves that, dark humor. That literally was a fun, sarcastic kind of like. Listen to some white Raymond Michael yep. Shea. Not at all. Um, but yes, um, it is. Um, I believe the title of the show is that damn Michael Che. Um, this is uh, this is uh, going to be e- easily one of my picks of the year for one of my more favorite TV shows. Once we're kind of done with it, I just I, nice. I think it's partially because I love Michael Che's humor, but um, <laughs> I, he had me dying the whole time. Uh, there's a good. I think my favorite episode is him. Uh, it's it's a different kind of sketch comedy show. It's not it's not. He's not trying to do Key and Peele. He's not trying to do Chappelle's show. He has a different... He does a different way with it where, like, half the show is him doing a sketch of himself, more or less, in his real life. And he just kind of keeps doing, like, manatee sketches throughout those ones that are, like, really funny. Um, and uh, and he'll, he'll cut back to him in a studio kind of talking to himself every now and then. But I, th- I want to say the bulk of the... The bulk of the commonality in the show is him being like a uh, a parody of himself, just kind of laughing at himself and and how the world works more or less uh, throughout the show. One of my favorite ones is him uh, making fun of how relationships go and uh, like really doing a great job of showing. Uh, actually, I don't think he he. I think the moral of his of his one of the morals of this TV show is men suck, and that's a very welcoming thing okay, from from the show too. <laughs> like I swear, that's one of the one of the little morals of his show is men. Yeah, I know men suck. Men suck. Like and so um, we're nasty. We're gross. Yeah, we're gross. Um, so yeah, you so guys are okay. The, the episode about relationships. I see that a second or third one. I don't remember which one it is now, but. Um, it's that's one of my favorite ones because it, it's definitely a men suck kind of episode and um, what you call it. Uh, sadly, it only has six episodes. Um, they're all like twenty-two minute lists. It's pretty quick. I hope uh, this was kind of a test run to try to see what if they should give him more time on TV. Because another thing he jokes about a lot is that people don't really know who he is. And I mean, I think if you don't watch Saturday Night Live, it's kind of true. Um, but the man's hilarious. I want to see him do more. I want to see him get more things and write more comedies. So I really hope that this show gets kind of the uh, recognition that it should get. This is kind of like Dave last year, where I wasn't really expecting the show to like yes. be any good, mm-hmm. and then it I was. was. Say that. Um, so uh, yeah, it was. I was happy with the show a lot. I, I recommend it. And what uh, what streaming service does it come on? It's very he jokes about it a lot, but it's on HBO Max, not not normal people HBO, <gasps> HBO Max, HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> HBO? What I don't normal know. people HBO? Uh, yeah, the TV. Oh, that's that's, uh, that's Quibi. Oh. <laughs> 
That's dead. Whatever happens to Quibi? Quit trying to keep Fetch alive. Quibi's coming back because I think Quibi got bought by um, oh my god who bought Quibi I think it might have been you know how many times you know how many times Yahoo has been bought you know how many times AOL was bought it Mm -hmm. it not coming back you know how many times MySpace has been bought it's not coming back that's true oh man (laughs) we also know that that isn't isn't Warner Brothers selling HBO to Discovery It's oh been yeah, dissolved more <laughs> dissolving it chemically for somebody to pick up the pieces means that it yeah, turns into <laughs> they just spontaneously combusted no more it turns into the parts they <laughs> Oh, revival on Roku. There it was. Roku bought it. That's who bought it. Roku would. That's such a Roku thing to do. Yeah, but that's I a company how... that was built to just throw away some money for tax, for taxes. Like, I don't think it was meant to do anything else. I think in my mind, right. I I just imagine Quibi being absorbed like a piece of Majin Buu, just being like, I want that back now. <laughs> <laughs> that it worked out. Never mind. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Right. Right. <laughs> Or somebody would have been like, I thought it was like Snapchat. Sound effects today. Because Snapchat is trying to get more, you know, they're trying, they're competing with TikTok and Snapchat has like little shows or whatever. So I thought Snapchat would have bought Quibbly and then combined their powers for five minute or two minute episodes of whatever. First of all, what's, what's wild with Snapchat is that Snapchat came when we were fully, like, we were all there when Snapchat Adults. became a thing. That's my, like, that's we my follow-up joke when, here. We were on the ground floor. What's Snapchat? And it's like, how you did it go from us having it? I don't know what Snapchat <laughs> is. It's, you eat TikTok, right? That's, is that well, what Snapchat oh, is? Do you Snapchat. Vine? Vine is the greatest. Oh, Vine. You eat TikTok? Back to Vine. I, don't, I don't know what you're what talking about. What about Vine? I'm not saying... Things Snapchat used to be, hey, do you want to send your private bits to people and have it go away? <laughs> Snapchat. That was the he whole said thing. Private bits. We were all in college. It was like, yo, this is great. I can I send a, Snapchat a, for that. You can send a whole thing. You're like, great. It's going to go away in like two seconds. Like, boop, boop. And then it's gone. I was literally and telling then, stories. And then over time, it became like, oh, people like, we're, we're going to add stories. We're going to add channels you can watch. We're going to add. Snapchat premium, right? Which is premium. like literally OnlyFans for Which is OnlyFans. It's basically OnlyFans on Snapchat. For 90 seconds, yeah. It's OnlyFans. Maybe. I'm not, don't quote us, you guys. That's just, oh, no, no. that's the generalization of no, no, what no, I, no. I think I want to, I want to name your, your, your spinoff, um, your bits comment, your private bits. Your private bits, bits on the internet. Private, just a bit. Your spinoff show. Private bits on the internet. So British. Private bits. <laughs> Your private bits all over the internet. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, there's Snapchat Premium, which is basically OnlyFans on Snapchat. And it's wild. It's it's becoming a thing. We don't know anything. I feel like. You mean TikTok? We're only out of the loop. We're only old because we remember when Snapchat had one function, and then we were like, "Oh, this has way too many functions." Now you can add, now you can add bit, 
Bitmojis and your Bitmoji can tell you where you are on a map and now you get your Snapchat score and now you got these other like doodads and bitbops. I don't need all that. I don't need all that. Okay, Grandpa. Your best friend. Exactly. It became it became MySpace but with like a ton of photos that all disappear at a certain point in time. Never see it again. It's gone. I mean, then TikTok came about and everyone's on TikTok now. I still don't have one, and I'm not going to get one. I refuse, unless someone lose, pay me. You're going to lose a lot of your time as soon as you get one. Like Exactly. That's why I, you know me, you guys. You know me. Oh, I, God. I would, I would probably be fired from my job. I would probably be, Cat. you know, unemployed, but still happy. Hey, y'all saw this TikTok today? Cat. See you 15 videos mm-hmm. per day. No, I, I'm not, I'm not going to download the app. That is literally <laughs> the reason why I don't want you in TikTok, because I don't want you inundating any group chat we're on with your <laughs> with your TikTok likes. I, I can already see you putting it on Facebook, Great. putting it on Instagram, putting see? it in the group chat, see? and just like sharing Great. it non A whole other way to reach out to us. <laughs> right. <laughs> or more content. Kat, we I, already I, see I, I you. Kat, you already take over everyone's news feed on a given Tuesday. We hey. don't need you to, <laughs> to have this access to more my content. Kat posts a lot. Doesn't she work? And I'm like, yeah, she Literally. Does. And the thing is, Kat, sometimes it's posts from like two Great. weeks ago because Facebook is trying to filter them in as fast as they they can and it's not that she posts them, it's I like, do. oh my god, she's doing too much. I can't get the new ones. <laughs> I want you to see everything He's I post. So well, <laughs> it's funny because I see it on Twitter first and then I I see it on Facebook a week later. I'm like, your own That's social what I media though. Post it. I wanted to post it on my Facebook. Now it's on my Facebook. Not to post it on both places. Listen, if you are listening to this podcast and you need a social media poster to right post now. any and all of your content, your videos or anything, hit up Kat because she will absolutely post them nonstop on all With platforms. Money. She still has her black her Black Planet uh, account. She still has her Black People Meet account. She still has her I Christian wish. Mingle. She will post them all <laughs> over the place, and folks will click on them. I, I still laugh at the at the day that you came up into the classroom and you were like, "Cat, were you were you were you on Facebook during during work hours?" And she's like literally showing you timestamps to prove that she wasn't on Facebook I'm, I'm that good. during the class. Yes, I think I rolled over and died for like five literally. I was literally I was on my break, and then I noticed that on Facebook there were twenty posts from Cat back to back, and I was like, "There is no way Cat is doing work. I need to check on her because there are so twenty serious. messages." And I was like, "Cat, are you?" Sir. Posting Facebook while you should be working right now, and then you're like, "No, this is from two weeks ago." I'm like, "How is it all my? Why are all these old things just all stacked like this?" And the thing is, Kat, you weren't even flagged as like my close friend. You were just a random friend. They're just like, "Here's everything Kat posted in a, in a two week hiatus." So like, was Kat gone and she just got That's angry? Like, I gotta post all about these things. Now Man, Facebook you didn't lets even, you know when Kat posts. You didn't even check timestamps before you addressed her on this. That's rude. Nope. Oh, I was like, not. there's Ray, Raymond, Raymond, I was like, there's no way that this is all a coincidence. Yeah, check the timestamp first. Like, she got at least press the button and see what not, it was posted. Did not. I, I should yes. Raymond, it just seems so just weird. I'm like, why is this back to back? Again, this is on the news, but I'm like, how is this back to back like this unless someone's posting back to back like this? Hey. Remember the days of Tumblr? I was I was a Tumblr queen. It's that's it's the same skills. I'm not surprised. Oh, it makes sense. Tumblr now. skills. 
Yeah. Wow. Um, I, wish I, I wish I had a video of you interrogating. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds hilarious. I'm really sad what I missed this? that, actually. <laughs> what about this one? What about this one? Uh, uh, I'm really one? sad I missed Which that. Which was this one? <laughs> I was like, it, was so it says good, three hours ago. It says two weeks ago. It says was that 2019? Uh-huh. <laughs> it must have been 2019. Yeah, yeah. that must have been 2019. Yeah. Yeah. I think that summer, I, no. I think. I think that summer I put Cat's profile in Facebook jail for like a, a like two months. So like Cat, I, 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 I gotta put you. I gotta I gotta put you in the, in the penalty you box. I've been here for two for two months. Like great, Cat, you're going here for a little bit, and then sure enough, after it, now I'm just like there goes Cat again. <laughs> there she it came goes. back, all right? There she goes, she goes back. again. We gotta Crazy pay for that. This is parody. Um, <laughs> while we're uh, while we're while we're here, Kat, I, I heard there was some something with Pokemon. I don't know what happened. I actually am really okay. curious what happened here. Oh so, yeah. Oh, here we go, Kat. <laughs> Target made an announcement. I want to say last week mm-hmm. about how they are officially not selling Pokemon cards, as well as. Um, it's just recently been announced, like, you know, baseball cards, any type of cards, basically, in their stores. And the reason why is they are concerned because customers are getting pretty violent. As you know, with Pokemon cards, you know, they're worth, they're just getting higher and higher each year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you've heard of, you know, some cards worth three three figures sometimes millions and then just First even like the simple cards, cards that used to cost ten dollars now they're up twenty dollars twenty dollars are up to fifty so cards are just a really a hot commodity so target made the decision to be like we're not selling these cards in our stores and uh you know they didn't really address the violence because there was violence like mm-hmm. customers doing not only to other customers, but to the store employees um, towards getting these cards because uh, they needed these cards. Yes, Marlon. Well, there was one example of one guy that would like buy the limit and then like, I think he bought the limit, I think of like either Pokemon or Magic the Gathering cards and he would leave and then come back in as a new customer and buy the limit again. <laughs> and he just, I think, I think he just like four or five times before he got to a fight in the parking lot with someone who's like, you keep buying these. I cannot, like people. And also, let's be real. If you are someone and you're working at Target, you do not want to get into an argument with someone over a Pokemon card. It's like, sir or ma'am or whoever, or however you identify, these are cards. You're an adult. You need to leave. Oh, these the are guy doing this. I'm just letting you know. These are not children. They're the not adult. Children. I have a quick question. Have as someone who. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Raymond. Oh, no, I, I just want to know, like, as someone who hasn't done the card game in a very long time, very, very mm-hmm. were the cards like? Have they? Ev- are they different? Like, what? No. I, well, no, I mean, what I would expect being a. Being, a, it's not, it, but it's not. It's more complicated than that if you're in the culture of it, because um, it's. It okay. was probably a special edition. It was probably something important. Magic would do this all the time, where they'll, um, all of a sudden, they're re-releasing this card that they and so, with some crazy new art that they haven't released um, in like 20 years, and it 
and it looks really pretty and all the ma- all the people that spend a lot of money on magic cards want this card and so that 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 vault pack thing that they release it might be a special edition pack that that like magic <laughs> would do that a lot pokemon i would almost i would I'd be, with the rest of the story it probably isn't something some special edition like that because this guy sounds like he was a little special for getting into a fight over Pokemon cards. But the, um, so it probably wasn't something special. It was probably some ordinary damn Pokemon cards that he was trying to get. But sometimes, sometimes these things get really like, these games, people are really serious about collecting these things just as any other collect. And they, and they'll do it on purpose because they'll make a lot of money magic. That that pack with magic that I've talked about yeah they have I think those packs with those special cards that had been remade in 15-20 years some of that stuff was costing like $100 for like 25 cards like like it was insane like the kind of thing that they were putting out but they were all fancy and they were all going to go really high on the secondary market and so that's what a lot of people do is they'll get a bunch of this and then resell it on the secondary market because there's limited supply Mm -hmm. of it so that's the other reason it gets crazy sometimes. Wild. <clears throat> yeah. Also, um, General Mills had a cereal promotion where Pokemon cards were in the cereal boxes. So you can pretty much guess what went down at Target and other retailers. Ripping up them cereal boxes with them cards. In the store. Cereal the everywhere. Store. I think I have heard... That's on them, General Mills. That's I on think... them. From basic, from almost every person that I've had a serious conversation about playing gar- card games with, I think o- over half of them have a story about them stealing poke- stealing cards in a store. Uh, like, like <laughs> I, I will uh, plead the Fifth Amendment personally. But There's TikTok. The, no, it's not that hard. There's TikTok. All you gotta do is just get the I, I think, cards and go to the bathroom. There's and there's there were different. There, I've that's one way out of. I think I've heard like ten other ways that people have done this over the years. Oh yeah. Wow. Because again, like it used to be before it got serious, they be, they, they used to put the cards with the toys in the back while the toys were. And then they oh, got yeah. smart and moved them up closer because they realized that oh, folks were like going to the toy aisle and like. What does that say? Is that the cards he was trying to get? Oh, so that's cereal boxes wrapped oh, up with electronic devices. <laughs> Because, because of people doing the most. There's TikTok videos of people Kat. showing them stealing the cards oh out of the cereal boxes. That doesn't TikTok work videos. for a ser- the, the, the box is made of cardboard. And it, it isn't going to help it. You just poke a hole in it. I mean, I, at least you can case it with plast, uh, plastic. There were people. Like, like, really cut through it. With Yu-Gi-Oh cards that you could buy, uh, people figured out that the higher rarity cards weighed more just barely because mm-hmm. it's all freaking cardboard mm-hmm. but if you mm-hmm. sat there and people sat there and measured out if you measure a pack of pokemon cards you could figure out if it had something of high rarity in it and then you could just buy that one mm-hmm. and people would buy oh. little gram weights and stuff and so there was oh a point gosh. where in a lot of the stores a lot of the companies they started then putting the metal wrapped po- like booster packs in these big cardboard containers so that you yep. couldn't measure them properly um, like this they have they there's people have been the worst to the card to the card collecting a, community for decades <laughs> it's been a constant battle like hey, I, don't know, yep. I don't know if you've ever seen like the Yu-Gi-Oh or the Pokemon like those like big tins 
Uh-huh. Those tins are designed to like be like, great, you are not gonna weigh this. This is this is all just a, a, a heavy metal box. So you're gonna have to yep. take a guess. Yeah, but this. even those they'd release some special card and you could I'd go to I'd be trying to find it too and I'd be at Target being like, Where's this Yu-Gi-Oh card I want? And all the tins are the shitty one because no one wanted mm-hmm. that special edition because it couldn't it wasn't very it, it didn't it wasn't good enough. So it's just hilarious. The card card collecting communities are wonderful people and horrible people all at the same time well it it, it kind of got intense because of the pandemic i mean you know oh, i'm how sure do the pandemic oh, we yes. all wished out and went back to hobbies that comfort us and so PS, playstation launch but, was bad too because for that same reason exactly so there was even an instance where uh, a little like fight broke out in the parking lot and a and the gun was a gun was involved of course it the was cards. Who brings a gun to a card fight? Because, um, hey, if you want limited edition blue eyes, white dragon, I was going to say that, yes. Limited edition blue eyes, white dragon. I could see him. You got to pull out the blicky like, yo, this is fine. There were so many memes about that, too. I could see him pulling a gun (laughs) in a card fight. I I swear there's an episode where he had a gun just strapped on him and he took it out. He probably was strapped. Right. He's Sutter That was yeah. that was the overseas version, and then it came over here, and he had like a little like a rule. It was a like cheeseburger. Like, don't do a that. Really? Yeah, it was like uh. a water gun or something. But the Japanese version, I could have sworn he had a gun just yeah. under his no. There like, was blazer because there was, was actually there was actually a lot of guns in Yu-Gi-Oh. Because I remember oh, that absolutely. being a thing a lot of guns. in the in the American version that people were just they would just be scenes where they're just like this. <laughs> And because they had they had censored all the guns in the American version. Oh, Which yeah. is so weird to me, knowing what America's all about to other foreign countries. Why not? Yeah, I, feel like, I, I feel like they predicted what was going to happen. I'm like, yo, y'all are going to be crazy for this, for these, these cards, like right. the characters are, and they have guns over these cards, too. So, you know, I'm life imitates art, do. you know? I mean, yeah, they're doing... But these are adults, okay? We can't be like... They were adults in the anime, too, pulling girls with different cards. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So life imitates art? Okay. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But because of all of this, you know, I mean, there's been times where Target employees had to call the police, so a lot of cops have been involved in these situations. They're tired. Everyone's tired. And so that's why Target... And I want to say Walmart, even though some Walmarts said they have... They're still selling it. That's dangerous. They're not doing it. Walmart already... Yeah. Walmart already has guns, right? So I would be careful. No, at, at some point in all of this, they at least said they're going to stop. Was this, were they stopping selling guns or were they stopping selling ammunition? I don't remember what it was, but they I stopped, stopped selling, selling ammunition. ammunition. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I think. So you got to bring your own. Yes. Bring your own gun. Bring your own ammo. BYOA. Yeah, bring your own ammo. Mm-hmm. Which well, again, which again is still wild to me that at a certain point in time I could go to a store, buy frozen hamburger meat, a kiddie pool, and an AR-15 and ammo. That to this day confuses me that I could that, that, that could have been someone's activity in July. That could have been someone's oh. July activity. Let me get the hamburgers, the kiddie pool, and the AK. I mean, that kind of sounds like a fun weekend to me. But. Sounds like. <laughs> Don't forget the fireworks. Sounds like our our wonderful favorite country where we all love our our, our country is so wonderful. I want to flush America. it down the toilet so often. Here to save the motherfucking yeah. <laughs> this episode. 
<laughs> I don't know. Between between the kids getting killed and 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 the private bits. It was bits, a wild one. It was a wild and one. And now <laughs> the private bits. On the Snapchat. On the Snapchat. Private bits and Pokemon Are you cards. talking about TikTok? <laughs> That's going to be the title of this episode. Private bits and Pokemon cards. What is this about? Click? Oh. Like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Click me, E-Force. Has, uh, has the Pokemon company decided to do a cross-promotion with OnlyFans? This I gotta hear. Ooh. ooh. Stop it, Ray. You're lying. <laughs> no. I mean, we do have Pokemon Snap. They oh. can, you know somebody took that to the extreme in the creepy part of I'm the I'm sure there's a whole lot community. of Lupani shots and Gardevoir shots just oh no okay I'm out I'm out I'm out no, <laughs> I wasn't where I was going with Raven, Raven immediately knew what I was talking about he immediately I was that was that was not where I was going with that, with that joke. he's like I'm turning around same page apparently you drove it <laughs> way off I course <laughs> I love that it pulled and Raven was like I know what's happening I do want to be a part of it we're going the other way now please <laughs> the other way <laughs> rule 34 stands alone um, yeah uh, yeah Pokemon cards if you want to get them I highly advise you to order them online to the store. that too huh? Oh, you wait, you said bring a gun to the store. Don't bring a gun oh, to the store. I didn't hear the door, and I was like, me. Yes, come on. Or, 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 American <laughs> opinion only is here. Bring a gun to the store. I got scared. I was like, don't yeah, bring a gun, bring a crystal. <laughs> Throw at people. I did. What? That used to be on your. That, you used to make a t shirt. Don't bring a gun, bring a crystal? <laughs> yes. Yes. Good vibes only, people. Good vibes only. Good vibes that can only. go on the back of the shirt. Good vibes only. Bring <laughs> 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 a gun. Bring a crystal. Good vibes that, only. We'll add that to the ideas of Geek Force merchandise. Yeah. You know, Endings are hard if Raymond can get his friend's approval in that. <laughs> and then it could be like an image of like a gun-shaped crystal. <laughs> yes! Like iced tea? Yes! Yes! Oh, yes. 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 The now. We're yes. done. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, okay. Hit it. Okay. And with that, that is the end of our show. Thank you guys so much for coming together and talking about all the wonderful things. You know, listeners and fans, thank you so much for making our podcast the one to choose now to listen to and laugh and cry and probably sigh a lot it's okay we love you and we appreciate you so much if you feel like you want to say what you feel what was that thing marlon say what you feel that was it say what you feel there we go if you want to do that put us up on our social medias of facebook twitter and instagram with that said remember be safe going to target play video games and geek on and don't show your bits This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.